Hi, and welcome into our podcast, The Quacks, a podcast about longevity. This is the place where you can learn how to get healthy and stay healthy naturally. I'm glad you joined us today. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome into this episode of The Quacks. We're talking a little more about how you eat today and the ketogenic diet. Uh, one of the most common questions we had from the last podcast, which in, was an overview of, of this way of eating, was, well, what do I actually eat? You know, can you give us something tangible about what breakfast looks like, what lunch looks like, what dinner looks like? And I also have to give a shout out to uh, one of our clients, Rosie, who caught me on the last podcast because I was calling this a diet. And she said, you know, this really isn't a diet. It's a way of eating. It's a way of life which reminded me, we say the same thing about chiropractic care, it's not an event, it's not boom, you're healed, it's a way of life, and, and so I had to clarify that. Thank you, Rosie, for the catch on that. And we're gonna talk about this way of eating. How do you eat sustainably in a way that uh, helps your body to switch out of using carbohydrate in a way that uses fat as fuel? And that's really the basis behind this low-carb, uh, ketogenic style of eating. I've got a couple guests in the studio with me today that are true experts, and I didn't want to try to, to dive into this myself. And so I have Heather and Colin. They're from a company called Out of the Box. And uh, welcome, guys. Glad you're here. Welcome. Thank you so much. We're really excited. Sure. So let me start. Colin, give me a little background. You've got a great physical training background. Give us some insight on what you've done. Well, first of all, thank you so much for letting me be here. It's a great pleasure. My background is I have a personal training certification. I've had that for over five years and I competed in sports and from basketball to other things like that. And I really worked with a wide range of athletes from CrossFit level athletes to just your everyday person trying to get healthy and understand what the body does and how we can best utilize what it can do for us, whether it's a machine to the highest level or just everyday activity. So I'm taking a real approach and passion towards physical activity and how we can fuel our body. That's awesome. What's the, there's a kind of an adage out there that it's, um, I hear different numbers, 70% diet, 80% diet, 20% exercise. Do you agree with that? Do you disagree with that as a trainer? I think it really comes down to focusing on what your goals are. So yes and no with your question, I would think you have to really understand what your body is going to respond to. And given the fact that we have different goals and different lifestyles and we're all different type of people from exomorphs, endomorphs, and how your body um, wants to take on those different uh, properties in food. I think it's the best way to just really look at what you're putting in your body and how you want that to perform. So yes, it does really come down to the kitchen, but it also consistency and work ethic, but your body really is a machine and what you fuel that machine is how it will respond to your car. If you put good stuff in it, it will respond well. That's why I think food is absolutely the most important thing about achieving those goals. That's well said. Heather, I know you've, uh, you've got a history as a chef, and also you've prepared a lot of different ways. Vegan, I think maybe you told me you were a vegan. I know I was for one point. And Colin, you touched on a, something that's important. We're all different. Uh, we see that in the care we provide with chiropractic care. We see that in how different people respond to different ways of eating. And, and so uh, we just have to preface this. with That's why I liked you guys coming in, because you've got a wide... I know you've helped people with body competitions. You've helped you prepare meals for busy executives and, and folks that only eat vegan or vegetarian or ketogenic. Or and I love that you, you have that broad of a knowledge base. But give us a little background on you, Heather, because you actually are a chef and own a restaurant. And how'd you get into this? 
Right, so I, I've been in the catering business now for 22 years. I've owned a restaurant for 10 years and also um, have always been involved in nutrition in some way. What's interesting about that is I've battled many eating disorders, honestly, um, and I think we've gone through, unfortunately, diets in this country are fads. So I've been through the 80s fad of you know um, low fat, uh, which had its apex in 1992, right? When we came in and said, fat is horrible, sugar is everything, so that's what we were placed it with. And what we've gotten from that, of course, is obesity in our country. Um, and so yes, as a chef, I enjoy making beautiful food and also delicious food, but people do have different things in their body. I, I know for me, I'm gluten intolerant, and you can call that whatever you want to call it, but it's been that way for 20 years. I'm also di uh, dairy intolerant, so it's, it's a little bit difficult for me on that. So I recognize that our customers and our clients need different things in their lives. I don't judge any of it. I just enjoy preparing nutritious, Food, period, end of statement. I love it. Awesome. Well, let's get into this this keto stuff. If somebody wants to eat that way, let's start out with breakfast. Uh, what are some of the common, you know, what's a basic breakfast somebody looking to get into this way of eating would, would begin with, Colin? I think the best way to do it is look at, you know, what's your fat source? So we want to focus on the good fats, the fats that are going to give your body that satiating feeling. So avocado, obviously eggs. Um, I look at, you know, people think bacon is this bad thing. It's phenomenal. I mean, it's a good source of protein and fat that your body can assimilate and turn to those energy resources, those ketones that we want to be able to give people just for brain function too. We want to estimate how much fat is applied to your brain function. So avocado, like I said, fat uh, with bacon, eggs, you can look at, um, it's another great resource for... I always do olive oil. Olive oil, mm -hmm. exactly. I mean, you want to have the oils from the plants, from those natural, not your your saturated, your monosaturated. You want the, the good fat that your body can be able to take in and really utilize. That's awesome. And you know, you can always find on any menu or at home an omelet, some eggs, some bacon. And that's a lot of when, if I'm out on the road, it's a couple eggs over easy, a side of guacamole or avocado, and some sausage or bacon. It's pretty simple. At home, I'll tell you two of the things that my family does is, for me, oftentimes, it's just a handful of macadamia nuts if I'm busy. That, that's plenty of fat. We also make a, uh, we call it a keto shake, where I use a can of uh, high-fat coconut milk, the stuff that gets real thick and creamy, and some ice. And I might add a little bit of like a non-sugared almond milk or hazelnut milk or cashew milk. And then I throw in a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of vanilla okay. and ice and um, uh, maybe a little bit of a, of a sweetener, which you use some sweeteners too. So let's talk about that briefly. I tend to use a stevia-based sweetener. There's also monk fruits. There's erythritols. Most of those you can find at Whole Foods, uh, but they don't uh, raise your blood sugar and your body seems to process those pretty well. So that's that morning keto shake. It's, it's coconut cream, it's ice, it's maybe some other kind of no sugar milk, and then some nutmeg, some cinnamon, some vanilla, and a little bit of a healthy sweetener. And it tastes like eggnog and it's, or, or vanilla ice cream is what my kids say. Amazing. What do you recommend on sweeteners, Heather? All right, so that's been an interesting thing for me. Uh, you know, to say that you're staying away from sugar really is daunting. <laughs> um, and so we are blessed that we do have so many available to us in doing the fat bombs that I definitely want to talk about. We've had to source that out. And the erythritol for me has got to be the number one shining star only because 
It is the only sweetener that is not um, glucose-based that is uh, processed in your low, uh, lower intestine. So it actually doesn't, it, it stops there, which is nice. So that actually decreases a little bit of your inflammation. Mm -hmm. It also is one-for-one one granulated. So you could put it into anything. It's just like, as a, as a chef, it's just like literally taking a scoop of one-fourth is one-fourth. Uh, the Truvia is good though as well because it uses the erythritol as well as the stevia. What I found from stevia is that if you put it into something that's very, um, I want to say this pure. So if I'm just making like uh, one of our fat bombs or something that requires just that edge of sweetness, it has a little bit of chemical taste to it. And there are people that have that aversion. Uh, Colin and I don't drink coffee, so we have not been you know, used to using sugar. So this has been an interesting thing for us. But I have to say the Truvia is great. I haven't tried the monk fruit yet, but I love the erythritol. Love it. Great. Yeah, and Truvia is one we used for a long time. It's, it's interesting. There's, I've read some stuff that says... There's actually kind of a high carbohydrate content, and I'm not sure where that comes from because Truvia is erythritol exactly. and stevia. Right. So it sounds great. Uh, we've switched more to one called Swerve um, yes. that we use. It's a straight erythritol, doesn't? And for some reason, it doesn't have quite the same carbohydrate as Truvia. But any of those friends are what we add to things like uh, the morning shake. So that's breakfast. But let's just roll into fat bombs. You mentioned that, and again, we're touching a lot of subjects, everyone. That if you're going, wait, what are they talking about with inflammation or ketones? Please go back to that original podcast that gives you the big 30,000 foot broad view of, of what now we're drilling down on the details. So we're presuming you've, you've already listened to that and you're up to speed. Let's talk about fat bombs. That was a real treat when people go, how do I eat this way? And all of a sudden they're like, these, these things are delicious. And Heather, I've had some of your fat bombs. They're I've made a lot of them myself, and yours are just, I mean, they taste like they come from a chef. I mean, in these flavors you came up with, these lemon, cream, and uh, chocolate, uh, peanut, I mean, just is amazing. So talk about that. What's the logic in a fat bomb? Give us some basics for how you've made those. All right, so it's so funny for me because fat bomb seems to me as a, as a woman trying to be in shape is like the worst thing, right? So if somebody said, you want a fat bomb, we'd be like, really? You hate me that much? But these are, um, these are amazing and they're, they're really about keeping ourselves in ketosis, so right? Keeping our fat level at a, at a percentage that is above our protein and, and above our carbohydrate level. So uh, what we've done with fat bombs is they are they're <laughs> tiny little uh, truffles, basically. And I think that would be the, the thing to, to compare them to. They're like a truffle, but instead of being carbohydrate forward, where when you take a piece of C's candy and put it in your mouth, the first thing you taste is sugar. Um, our fat bombs are all about really great fat, so fat sources from uh, coconut oil to coconut butter um, and to ghee, to, to, to real butter, and putting those in with real life flavors. Like you were saying, I've done a maple bacon one. We've done, oh my gosh, I love our pumpkin uh, ones. We're going to do a pumpkin jalapeno, which I think would be extraordinary. But anyway, so you take these little nuggets, you put them in your mouth. They're about 100 to 135 uh, calories, kcals, um, but of that, they're only one to less than 1% of, um, or one gram of carbohydrate. The rest is all fat, and uh, there is some, a little bit of protein in there, and what they do is they keep your body in ketosis, but they also satiate you, and uh, honestly, one of those things can keep me for about an hour and a half, so we will be selling those, which is kind of exciting. That's awesome. Colin, can you touch on that, because that is the challenge is getting enough fat with this way of eating is a lot of times people get too heavy on the protein uh, and it's not easy to bump up fat and that's where these fat bombs really help slam your macros to where you're getting 70, 
80% even in some cases of your diet from fat. Can you just touch on that ever so briefly just, yeah. just to maybe back up and when we use the word macro or we talk about needing to get more fat versus a protein or carbohydrate, just give us a little insight on that. Absolutely. Um, what you're doing there is you're just satiating, like Heather said, about giving those appropriate amount of fat. And so if you're going to stay in that ketosis state of being, you need to have that fat. And we all have busy, fast lives. These fat bombs are just really honoring your time to give you that instantaneous fat source. It's like taking an energy bomb. Your body's going, thank you so much. I can take this. I can assimilate it. I can get energy and go on my day without having to worry about where my fat going to come from. You know this is appropriate amount of fat you need, and it just gives you that instant feeling of, I got this, and I'm happy your body moves forward. Awesome. All right, well, let's keep moving through the day and the lunch. Uh, let's talk about some lunch ideas. What's a classic ketogenic lunch look like from your perspective? <laughs> okay, so uh, it is hard in the society because we've become so carb forward. And so honestly, most people that work have to either take something with them or they need to go for resource uh, what they're going to eat. So uh, if you can alleviate the following, take grains out of your mind and take any kind of sugar out of your mind. And in that you have to take bread out of your mind. Whole grain isn't really whole grain anymore. So if you're kidding yourself to think that you're getting whole grains, you're really not. You're getting processed flour. Uh, so if you can uh, take your protein source, whatever that is for you, um, it, it could be anything from tofu to grass-fed beef to chicken to turkey to pork, uh, whatever that is, and you want to add in some great fat, which again, the oils, the nuts that we were talking about, and then for carbohydrates, I'm not saying zero carbohydrates. Um, our body does not need carbs, period, end of statement. They're not um, necessary in our body, but what we do need is fiber. And so I would recommend 100% going really, really heavy on the cruciferous vegetables, going heavy on the leafy green vegetables. I know um, I have become best friends with cauliflower. It is my best friend. <laughs> I use it in the stead of potatoes. So anything that you could do with a potato as a chef, I do with cauliflower. Um, if you are dairy, if you're okay with dairy, then 100% add some dairy in there. But as far as a lunch would be considered, I, I made yesterday. So uh, chicken breast, grilled a chicken breast. Uh, I threw about three pieces of bacon on that, which was wonderful. I sauteed some cauliflower underneath that and some spinach, threw in some couple of tomatoes and it was perfect. It's a perfect meal. Awesome. I love it. Anything to add on that for your favorites for lunch, Colin? <laughs> Um, I feel very blessed to eat whatever she uh, gives me, but honestly, um, answer. <laughs> I try. But um, yes, I would say uh, one of my great things it would be just your classic steak. I mean that that iron that that protein source, and then like she said, I, I really enjoyed the asparagus with it, and then a piece of avocado on top, and and a piece of cheese really goes a long way for me. And then it's just a simple complex meal that gives me that satiation and I really enjoy the feeling of, of, of being full and, and that fat source. It, it's soothing, honestly. When I mean, you get that spike from sugar, from carbs, the soothing feeling you get from fat I think is, is quite enjoyable. Yeah, there's a lot of undoing. Everybody just goes, this does not feel right to yeah. do this way. It doesn't. And you see your body start to change and how you feel change and you go, oh, there's something to this. It's fascinating. Uh, I will tell you uh, two things. One, a dish I had that you guys made that just blew me away was you did like a tri-tip in this Asian <laughs> sauce with the cauliflower rice and then this cheesy broccoli and uh, amazing. Uh, absolutely just, wow, that was phenomenal. Uh, in terms of, so I stay pretty busy, so I'll, I'll tell you from a, just if, if I haven't had a chance to prepare a meal for myself, 
again, to what I talked about earlier, I'll tend to grab a handful of pecans, walnuts, uh, or macadamia nuts. I do all right with dairy, so I'll keep some preferably raw organic cheese around so it's not processed. Uh, um, celery, uh, the fiber is important. It, when I'm out and about, you can always find a salad, friends. Always get some extra avocado. Use fat-based dressings. Olive oil uh, is a great dressing. Vinegar and oil. Um, you know, I'm, again, I'm all right with dairy, so I'll use a ranch or a blue cheese. Be careful with ranch because there's a lot of MSG, and a lot of times it has sugar or higher carb count, so ask what's in it. Uh, and then, you know, there's a lot of just simple stuff if you're really busy. Most of the chain sandwich shops now, you can get things, they call them unwitches or subs in a tub, or you can get them with, in burger places too, where they just wrap them in lettuce or just put it in a tub, and, and that's how you eliminate the bread. And, uh, you know, when I'm in a pinch, that's always, I can almost always find a salad or a sandwich without the bread. Or like you guys were alluding to, some kind of a protein with some veggie on the side. It's really not that hard to do once you get your brain around it. Have either of you played much with other, oh, what should we say? Like there are a lot of substitutes out there now for noodles, let's say. Mm. Uh, Tell me me about that aspect. (laughs) Okay, so for a long time now I have been, as I said, gluten-free just for because of the response that it has in my body. And so... I have really weaned myself off of breads and or pastas. But yes, there's an incredible amount. You've got tons of pastas right now that are like zoodles. You can do zoodles. So take any type of uh, vegetable and turn it into the noodle base. This is a different way of thinking. Explain I think, that. What is a zoodle? Okay, so a zoodle is, you can, get, you can get this at Walmart. You can take it. It looks like a grinder. And basically what you're doing is you're shredding zucchini or uh, yellow squash or any of those types of, uh, yeah, and, and my favorite, honestly, but it's a little bit higher in the carbs would be the um, sweet potato. But what you're doing is you're shredding that into noodles so that you're not putting it into a processed form. Uh, I, I think that you just, this is a, this is a paradigm shift. So they shifted us in 1992, right? And told us that fat was bad. They put sugar in everything. So fat-free became our life. We've got to shift ourselves back to where fat is good. And what we have, as Colin said so applicably, was that we have that spike of sugar now that we've gotten used to, where our blood sugar goes up. But it's kind of the difference between having a crush and having a relationship, right? So in a crush, you have that spike in sugar, but in a relationship with fat, he said it, you're soothed, right? So it's the same all day long. If you can put that amazing fat into your body and change your paradigm, you're, you're changing your idea of what is, what makes you feel good. And honestly, when you see the results, like you said, when you see your body changing, results are everything. All of us are addicted to results. Yeah. So I would say, you know, go with, uh, go with the, the, the uh, when you talk about noodles or pasta, go with the vegetable base in that. And like this morning, so we were talking about breakfast. What I served Colin this morning was I took a rice cauliflower and I put a little bacon grease in it. And just uh, did it like I would do hash browns, basically. Uh, put three eggs on top of that. What else did you have? You had that. You had uh, avocado. avocado. And, um, and that is, you just have to change your mindset a little bit. And don't have the things in your house that are going to cause the grief. So don't keep the, the high uh, processed pastas in your house. No. Yeah, you touch on it. And there's been a lot of articles written about how genius the sugar industry was to make uh, fat the bad guy. And that was a lot of marketing, and uh, soda companies were at the forefront of that. I won't name names, but there's a brand of licorice you get at the 
movies and it always said fat free you know and i always thought oh it's not bad for exactly. me exactly i lived on that right and, uh, yeah, Red right. Lines, baby. yeah that was them and, uh, <laughs> and then you realize wait a minute this is and and i was on the board of american heart association and they for years promoted you know that food pyramid way of eating for people with heart attacks and, and again friends the sugar bounces up insulin and the insulin is what causes inflammation and when you can get your your insulin levels down that's where we see the reversal of things like diabetes heart disease disease. i mean it's that insulin that is the problem and that's why the sugar and carbohydrates an issue because it bumps up your insulin and when you remove that that's when your body starts healing and repairing and of course what we like to talk about is sugar is food for cancer cells if you're going to map a tumor in a body how do we do that? We put a radioisotope and a bunch of sugar and we inject it in and the cancer cells suck up the sugar right away and the isotopes get into the tumor and that's how we measure an MRI. That alone, friends, should tell you if, if sugar is the primary fuel source for cancer, how much of a better chance are you setting your body up for long-term health by eliminating that? And uh, you're absolutely right, Heather. You do not need carbohydrate to survive. You need fat, you need protein, you do not need carbohydrate. And so, um, yeah, great points. A couple other things that came to mind, beef jerky is a great snack, Uh, but be careful. It's amazing how much sugar is in most store-bought beef jerky. And so you just, you gotta steer, be careful, read labels. Uh, Beef jerky can uh, be a lifesaver as well in between meals. And have you you guys experienced this yet, uh, where you start eating this way and once your body gets fat adapted, it starts burning fat, your own fat as fuel, and so you don't get the blood sugar spikes. And so, you know, it's not uncommon now that I skip a meal because I'm full. I don't need to eat. And it's not anything other than short of my body just saying, hey, you're satisfied. Have you, have you noticed that? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, being a relatively lean person myself, when I came to this way of eating, I realized that I wasn't dependent on eating like I was before, six, seven meals a day to maintain the energy source. I can absolutely produce my day well without being, okay, what am I gonna eat? It's been two hours, I gotta eat again. Oh, I gotta eat again. Like, where you're constantly consumed with eating versus letting the food itself allow you to have a day. We're all very busy people with high tempo lives, and to be consumed about eating every, very, very often can be taxing. So, this way of eating takes a little bit of stress off your plate, and um, yeah. just you're fighting fat with fat. You're letting fat be the motivation to be that way. My wife always says, if there's ever a zombie apocalypse where our bodies are already set for how we eat, we can go crazy. And I also, I'll tell you what I love is, I love working out now on a fasted stomach. And there's some neat articles you guys can go research about, you know, it's such a different mindset of having to like carb up on the sugar drinks and the protein before, you know, those windows before you work out. And I've noticed how quickly my body's changed. Uh, when I work out on an empty stomach and you actually, when you don't consume carbohydrate and you have a good hit workout, a high intensity workout, you get a bigger, uh, boost of growth hormone of testosterone, which leads to more lean muscle and, and a longer term fat burn. So, well, with that said, I'm looking at the clock. We're running long. Uh, Heather, I want to give you an opportunity for those of you. And thank you. We have folks that listen to this podcast all over the world. Now, for those of you who are in Albuquerque who are just too busy or, quite frankly, too lazy, this is your specialty niche is you guys provide meals. So can you give a little info, Heather, about your company? How do people find you? How do they order from you? 
I'm even going to ask you maybe tell everybody who has asked me what's the price point on meals. Just give us some basic information about how people find you guys. Right. So um, as you had mentioned earlier, we I have been a chef for a, a long time now and been a caterer and then also had a restaurant. And Out of the Box, which is the company that Colin and I own, have been producing what we call nutrient-dense meals. Uh, we do vegan, we do vegetarian, we do uh, no uh, gluten, no dairy. And then since we met you, and you said to me, and I quote, research this, this is an amazing thing, and I did, and uh, then went on it. I've been on it for the past month, the ketogenesis diet, which I, which I love. So now we have a new ketogenic line. We are actually the only people in Albuquerque uh, that I know of, I've been Googling, that have this, and what we're gonna be doing is every single week we'll produce seven to 10 meals. They're gonna change. Um, some of our staples will say the same with um, pretty much just what our customers want. So if you want three to four of these meals all the time, that'll be great. Uh, and you go on, you order before uh, noon on Wednesdays. We produce on Thursdays, and then you will be able to pick up or we will deliver to the downtown metropolitan area and just message us if that's whatever on a Friday. Uh, but these meals are gonna be anywhere between probably 10.50 to around 12.50, uh, that's our price point. And what they're gonna do is they're gonna have 75%. We're gonna try as close to that as we can. So at least 70 and hopefully 75% fat, 20% uh, protein, and then 5% carbohydrates so that you can uh, just uh, supplant your diet, you know, and, and make it happen. I love it. Give us a couple examples of a couple of the meals that you guys have been playing with. Okay, so uh, one of my favorites actually is this hamburger that we do. Uh, we're calling it a French onion style hamburger. And so I'm just making like French onion soup with the caramelized onions, putting a little bit of thyme in there, putting that over a grass-fed beef patty, and then topping it with bacon. That doesn't suck. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we've been working on cauliflower uh, tater tots amazing <laughs> they're really really great so we're very excited about that uh, and then honestly we're going to be doing some salmon avocado uh, and uh, spinach I've, actually, I've been working with some of my private chef uh, clients right now and trying to change their diet from uh, really just kind of omitting they've been high protein and i'm trying to just reduce the the protein a little bit and put some more of this in there and they've they've had great results from it so uh, if you go onto our website which is ourboxlife.com uh, you can go on there and every single week you'll be able to go on. It's pretty easy. It's, it's just like Amazon. You just point, you click, you put it in your basket and we produce it for you. But again, has to be made by Wednesday, uh, your order, and then Thursday is production so we can do it as fresh as possible. And then Friday we deliver or you can pick up. That's awesome. I know when I order from one of the local sandwich shops and they deliver, it's about $11 with a tip. I mean, that's, that's incredibly well priced to have this kind of meal made for you. Again, the website was our ourboxlife.com. O U R B O X Life Life L I F E dot com and phone number. Uh, yes, yeah, so Colin's gonna grab that really quickly. Isn't that funny how I've got one phone number memorized? It's actually on the back of our things. But and, and then let me talk just for a second about the fat bombs. So we are gonna be selling fat bombs by the dozen literally and hopefully figuratively. Uh, so our fat bombs, every single week we'll put up what we have. We're gonna have between four and five different types of fat bombs, but you can come get 12 to 24 of them. And then we're looking into shipping, but the fat bombs are really, I think, 
those are the essential part of being in ketosis is honestly being able to feed that thing that happens to us at 11 o'clock in the morning that everybody else takes coffee and a donut or coffee or whatever's in the boardroom. And then also around three o'clock in the afternoon, um, you're tired and you may need to have that little bit of energy. So these fat bombs that we're going to be making, we are extremely excited about. We Googled and no one in the United States ships them, not one. Yeah, I think you guys have a little niche there. What's the phone number to reach you, Colin? Absolutely. It's a 505-933-7090. And we're at 809 Silver Avenue Southwest. So come on by, talk to us, love to meet our people and get to connect with our community. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for listening. We appreciate you. This has been another episode of The Quacks. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us today on The Quacks, the podcast about longevity. Be sure to tune into our next show. Have an amazing, healthy, blessed, abundant week.